Welcome to Fear and Greed, the week ahead. I'm Sean Aylmer, and as always, I'm joined by economist Stephen Kukoulis. You'll find him at thekook.com, T-H-E-K-O-U-K.com, and on Twitter using the handle thekook. Stephen, good morning. Good morning, Sean. What's an economist do when nothing's happening? Because I've got to, <laughs> I've got to tell you, the next, this next five days in the run-up to Christmas, there ain't much around. There's nothing around and isn't it a lovely thing? It's a chance to sort of, I won't say put your feet up, but it's a chance just to sort of reflect on what was in 2022. And I think most of my economist colleagues will be pontificating about 2023, what's going to be there in the year ahead. So no no local data next week, but we're still sort of digesting what's happened, well, not only in, in the last year, but even the last week, which was a crazy one for central banks. Yeah, so let's let's go to the last week or so. So locally, we had sort of NAB business survey, Westpac consumer sentiment, kind of both those turning the other way to where they were going, if you know what I mean. And Phil Lowe gave a speech, the Reserve Bank Governor. He said he's sticking around. He, In fact, he suggested, he didn't say this, but he inferred that he wouldn't mind having another eight-year term. Well, um, I won't talk about that, but the review of the Reserve Bank is being handed down to the Treasurer in March. Um mm. I dare say that one of the things that will be discussed and canvassed is a complete overhaul of the board and how the board functions. And of course, as chairperson of the board, the governor will be part of that review. So who knows whether he gets another term or not, but I think that the government may want to just give a complete overhaul to the board and that may include the the top dog. Indeed. Okay, so let's get to the central bank. So we had uh, interest rate hikes last week from a number of very important central banks. The Fed, the European Central Bank, and the Bank of England, to name a few. Oh, and our friends in New Zealand were very hawkish again. The governor there, Adrian Orr, was sort of talking about we're hiking rates still even though there's uh, a looming recession. Um, and look, I think what we're seeing now from, from the big central banks is a concern that this inflation problem, even though there's clear evidence that inflation's going to turn lower, it's turning lower from you know a, a 30 or a 40-year high. And the worry is that it's a bit more entrenched rather than it's going to completely and utterly and easily free fall back to their target ranges. And I think they're sort of erring on the side, well, look, we'd probably prefer to have an economy that's underperforming, weak, recession, if you like, to ensure that we get inflation back into our target rather than perhaps you know, taking baby steps on monetary policy, allowing the economy still to grow, but then this time next year finding that inflation is still stubbornly above their target range. So it's, it's let's take a sledgehammer to this inflation problem. Let's really squash it out of the system. That's why they're hiking you know, in, in increments still of 50 basis points. You know, and, and the Fed funds rate in the US is you know, 4.5%. It's, it's not low. Well, one thing I've learned this last 12 months, which I suppose I hadn't thought much about, is that of all the economic challenges, central banks definitely put inflation number one and well above anything else because they are happy to put economies into recession just to, you know, as you say, sledgehammer inflation. And so it really is the big issue for economists. It is, and I don't want to sound sort of the um, old school sort of <laughs> economist, oh, go on, but Stephen, I am, but go I am. On. But, you know, inflation's a dreadful thing, and, and it's dreadful. You know, we learned this from the 70s experience, that 
For householders, it's the cost of living that goes up. High inflation means that the cost of our everyday items is going up by much more than our wages will. And that's a negative thing for living standards. And that's one reason why it's very, very bad. For the business sector, uh, if your cost of running your business keeps going up and up and up because all of your input costs are going up in an era of high inflation, then you know your margins are squeezed. You're not going to hire as many people. That you know it's actually this negative for for business investment and for investors. High inflation distorts where you put your money. You want to get into asset classes that benefit from high inflation. Property is the obvious one of those. Uh, and so, you know, rather than investing in productive assets, <laughs> to use the cliche terms, you invest in speculative things that benefit from high inflation. That's why inflation's bad. And I think getting back to your point, that's why central bankers hate it and they want to get it out of the system. And, you know, so inflation at 2 to 3%, yeah, we can live with that because normally wages grow at 35 to 4%. So people have a steady increase in living standards rather than this sort of sugar hit from very high wages or the pain from very high inflation. So this is the final week ahead for the year. So we are allowed to ask you, do you think we'll contain inflation next year? Do you think central banks will be successful in bringing inflation down? Okay, bookmark this one. I think (laughs) for our final fear and greed week ahead in 2023, so in 12 months' time, we'll be looking back at an era where inflation has fallen, all of the leading indicators on inflation, things like, well, bottom line, economic growth, things like the commodity price cycle, the supply chain issues, which was one of the factors that fed into inflation uh, over the past 12 months, have all reversed. Now, there's still a debate about how quickly they're reversing, but I think inflation will fall and fall quite sharply. And and as we we're just discussing, you know, central banks want it to. They'll, and if they want yeah. it to happen, they'll achieve it. They'll keep, they'll keep going and going and going with rate hikes. So I think we're at the point where inflation will be lower. The only question is well, at what cost? You know, how high will unemployment be in, in the US, in uh, Europe, UK, and even here in Australia? You know, it'll be higher than it is today. And that's where the, the central banks are juggling. You know, we, we'll tolerate a little bit of an increase in unemployment. But again, be careful what you wish for, because once the labour market starts deteriorating, it's very hard to hold it back. Stephen, have a great week and enjoy the Christmas break. Thank you, Sean. And to you, uh, season's greetings. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Let's hope 2023 is an absolute corker. I hope so. That was economist Stephen Kukulis, better known as The Kook. You can find him at thekook.com and follow him on Twitter using the handle The Kook. I'm Sean Aylmer, and this is Fear and Greed, the week ahead. Listener.